Shalom to all. Today's office Psachim Dav Lamed Gimel. We are starting ten lines from the top. The last word on the line. Today's office sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas Reb Tzvi Mendon. His neshama should have an aliyah, and he should be a melech yeshiv for his family and all of Klal Yisrael. Now we concluded yesterday's Gemara with a very long proof showing how Rav Papa retracted a statement he had made. As part of that proof, the Gemara brought an attempted kavuchaimer and then the subsequent test proof. We had said that really, when someone's over Me'ila b'mezid, he shouldn't be chayav a carbon because of the final kavuchaimer in which we could prove the Me'ila is more kal. What's the kavuchaimer when someone's over an aver that he's chayav kares for and he did so b'mezid? He doesn't bring a Carbon, so to Me'ila, which one isn't Chayav Karis for, one needn't bring a carbon if he's Ivor Me'ila B'mezid. However, that was disproven by saying that really Me'ila seems to be more Chamer, because Me'ila, one gets Misibdei Shemaima being Ivor, and something that one is Chayav Karis for, he isn't Chayav Misibdei Shemaim. Now the Gemara asked right away that we know that Karis is more Chamer than Misibdei Shemaim, so why did the Tana retract his Kaval Chamer on the basis that Misibdei Shemaim is more Chamer? So the Gemara already provided us with an answer explaining that all the Tana was saying was the Me'ila, which one has happens to be Chayv Misav Deshemayim for, has a different element that is more Chamer than these other things. And now the Gemara provides us with two more answers. Marbre the Rav Amar, he explains, Hachi Kamer, this is really what the Tana was saying. Loi, we can't make a comparison, because Im Amar Peshar Mitzvahs, in regards to other Mitzvahs, Shaloi also Behen She'in Mitzchavin Kemitzchavin. We don't compare when someone does it without Kavana, when he does it with Kavana. Let's say on Shabbos a person had Kavana to cut something that was detached. He accidentally cut something that was attached to the ground. Shapater, he's going to be putter for that action. We can apply the kula that applies to Shabbos to Me'ila also. If a person had intent to warm himself with shearings of chulin, but he ended up warming himself with the shearings of an oila carbon, Shamal, he is over Me'ila. Therefore, we can't compare the two. Rav Nachum Yitzchakamar, he provides with a different answer. Hachikamar, this is really what the Tana was saying. In regards to other mitzvahs, a person is not going to be chayv the same way if he's preoccupied versus if he's not preoccupied. If a person had to pick something up that was detached from the ground, and he accidentally cut something that was attached to the ground. For example, he dropped his knife on the floor, so he wanted to pick up his knife, which is not attached to the ground, and he accidentally cut something that was attached to the ground as he was picking up his knife. Shapater is going to be Potter if he does this on Shabbos. Are we going to apply the same thing to Me'ilo? If he stuck his hand inside a Kli, he wants to take something out. However, there was oil in there, and then he ended up anointing his hand with hectic oil. Shemal, that he's over Me'ilo in that case, therefore we can't compare Me'ila to all other Isurim. Now we're going to go back to explaining a brass so that we had learned on Lamed Beis Amad Aleph. Amar Mar, Bamed Varmurim, when is it said that a person is going to be chayv for eating Truma's chametz on Pesach, B'mafresh Truma Mechmitza, that's only if he had separated Truma, and then it became chametz. Aval Hefresh chametz Truma, however, if he separated Truma while it was already chametz, they've got to call everyone agrees it's not Kaddish, it's not considered Truma, so therefore he's not chayv for eating it. Minani Mili, how do we know this? Amar Avnachem Yitzchak, he explains, Amar Kar, the Pasuk says, in regards to giving Truma to the kind, Titen Loi, you shall give it to him, you have to give him something that he could eat and not use used just for his fire. And truma, which is chametz, can only be used for fire, meaning you have to burn it, and that's not considered valid truma. However, Masavrav Hunabred Rav Yeshua, he asks, we know, you're not allowed to take a truma from a pile which is tame and use that as truma for something which is tahar. However, if he did do so unintentionally, he didn't realize that this pile was tame, truma say truma, it's valid truma. Va'amai, Rav Hunabred Rav Yeshua asks, let's tell him, it's not considered valid truma because the kain can only use it to burn it, and we have to give him something that he could eat. So I'm not going to Answers like Hasha, it's not a problem. Hasam Over there, it had a time where it was kasher. It was able to be used as tahar chuma, meaning before it became tame. 
Hach over here with this Trumas Chametz, Lo Hazlo Shasa Kaisher, it never had a Shas Kaisher, a time that it could be used as valid Truma that wasn't Chametz. However, if Hunabrader of Shu continues asking him, with Lo Hazlo Shasa Kaisher Echidami, how is it that it never had a Shasa Kaisher when we're talking about Truma which is Chametz? Kigayinda Achmetz Bemachober, it must be that while it was still attached to the ground, it became Chametz, so it never had a time that it could be used as non Chametz Truma. Aval Achmetz Betalash, however, let's say it became Chametz while it was detached, Hachinami the Kacha, then it would have to be that it would be considered Kaddish and you would be over for eating it on Pesach. And that would be very strange to say that that's the case the Bryce is talking about. Amr Leir, Rav Nachman Yitzchak responded to him in, yes, that is what the Bryce is talking about, and he used the Pesach from Daniel to express how he knows that he's right. By the decree of the Malachim, that's Gzeras Irin, Pesgama is the matter, meaning they paskin, so to speak, like me, and the word of the Holy One is like I said. And they actually paskin in the base marriage just like me. That the Bryce and Lama Bezam Alf is talking about a very unique case where we had grain while still attached to the ground, it became chametz, so it never had a shas kaisher. Therefore, if someone eats it, it's not considered like he was over by eating truma because it's not valid truma, and therefore he wouldn't be chayv to pay the kain back. Was Rav Huna really didn't like this answer? So ki also Rav Huna Breder Yeshua Amar he said Lamad Gimel Lamad Beis on the top Amar Kara the pasuk says Rashis the first meaning Truma has to be Rashis and Rashis implies that it's the first of many things. What do we learn from here? Shishiareha Nikar Liyisrael that which is left over after you take off Truma the Shirayim that which is left over has to be recognizable that that's fit for Yisrael. Yatsuzu excluding this which is Truma's Chametz Shein Shirayim Nikarin that which is left over after you take off Truma's Chametz is not recognizable because even Yisrael is not able to use it because it's chametz on Pesach. And that's why Truma's chametz on Pesach is not considered Truma and a person is not going to be chayev for eating it. And now we start somewhat of a new sugya. Yasser Ravachabar Ravavio Kamid Rav Chizda, he was sitting in front of Rav Chizda, the Yasser Vamrash Mid Rav Yechanan, he was saying in the name of Rav Yechanan, Anavim Shinitmu, grapes that became Tame, Darchan Pachas Pachas Mikabetza. A person could crush them as long as he crushes less than a Bates is worth. Vienin Kashal Nesachim, and that wine is kosher to be used for the Nesachim, for the libations in Besamekdash, and it's not Tame. Alma Kasavar, it seems that Rabbi Yechon hold, Mashkin Mifkat Pkidi, that the liquid that's inside the grape is considered contained inside the grape. Mifkat Pkidi means it's contained inside the grape. It's not part and parcel. It's not fused into the grape itself. Similar to a liquid inside a container, you just open it up and pour it out, and it's not really connected. Le'emus Kamatami, when would it become Tami? Lechisachetlu, only once you squeeze it. But Lechisachetlu, less Lishire. Now, once you squeeze it, we don't have the proper shear because it's less than a beta. You're squeezing less than a beta's worth, and therefore, it's not going to be Tami, and you're allowed to use it even for the the Gemara asks Yehachi, if that's so, Kabeit Sanami, then he should be allowed to squeeze even an exact measurement of a beitzah. It doesn't have to be less than a beitzah. We have a Mishnah. We have someone who's Tommy Mace and he squeezed olives and grapes if it's an exact beitzah, to hire in that which comes out is tahar. So we see that it doesn't have to be less than a beitzah, it could be a beitzah itself. The more answer is no. The difference is, hasam over there, de'i avad. It's saying, if he did it, so it's still tahar. Hacha lechatchila. Over here we're talking about lechatchila, what is he allowed to do? If we tell him you're allowed to squeeze an exact amount of a beitzah, he might accidentally do more, and then that which comes out is going to be tamay. However, Amalir of Chizr responds to Rav Acha Bar Avavya. Man says lechol Rabbi Who's going to listen to you and Rabbi Yechon and your Rabbi? Where did the Toma of these grapes go? You had said that these grapes were Tomei, so where did the Toma disappear to? And Alma Kasavar, we see from the fact that if Chiz respond like this, that he holds Mashkin Mivlabli, that the liquid is actually absorbed into the grape itself, and it's considered part and parcel of the grape. And since the grape itself, the food became Tomei, that means the liquid inside the grape became Tomei also. And there's no way to separate the juice from the grape. It's part and parcel, they're the same exact thing. Amr Leir of responded, 
you don't hold the mashkin mifkab kidi, the liquid is actually considered contained inside and it's not absorbed inside the food. We have a Mishnah. We have someone who's Tommy Mace and he squeezed olives or grapes, Mikhovenis Kabeta, the exact amount of a beta to hire in that which comes out as tahar. If you're gonna say that the liquid is just considered contained inside Mushamachi Tarin, that's why what comes out is considered tar because there's no shear after you squeeze it. However, if you're gonna say that it's absorbed inside, Amai Tarin, why would it be that the Mishnah says that whatever comes out is tar? It must be that the juice inside is considered mifkat pkidi and not mivlabli. Armalei, he responded, no, hachamayaskin, that's talking about banavim shaloi hachshru. The grapes were never mochshur lekabotoma. Liquid never touched them. Leimus miskashri. So when exactly are they going to become mochshur lekabotoma? Lechisachalhu. Only once he squeezes them. So then the juice comes out from them and touches the outside. Then it can be mochshur lekabotoma. While kisachalhu, when he squeezes them, butzalhu shira. So now it's less than the proper shear, Less than a beitz that cannot be matame. And that's why the liquid that comes out is not going to be makabotoma. And if you don't say that, haditanya, we have a bride that says, what's this comparable to? We have chuma of berries and grapes. Shinitma, it became tameh. There's no way to eat it or even to burn it. You can't eat it because it's tameh and you can't use it as fuel for your fire because you can't exactly burn berries or grapes. It's not very good firewood. According to you, you should be allowed to eat it. You should be allowed to squeeze them less than a beitza at a time and then the juice that comes out is edible. So it must be the liquid is actually mivlabli and not mifka pkidi. Whereas Amar Rava, he answers that's not a question. The reason why you're not allowed to squeeze it is because we might come to some sort of mishap. You might accidentally eat it without squeezing it. Amar Abai, he asked Rava, are we really afraid that a mishap is going to happen? That if we have something that's Tomei Chuma, that you're going to end up eating it before you use it as firewood? You're allowed to use bread or oil of Chuma that became Tomei as fuel for your fire. And we see that there is no issue and we're not afraid of Takala. Amar so Rava responded, Pas, bread, Zark Lebena Eitzim, you're going to throw it among your wood and then it's going to get all dirty and then you're never going to come to eat it. Shemesh al-chuma, Ramalebeklimos. If you have this tame oil of chuma, you're going to put it in a very repulsive kli so you're never going to use it to sprinkle it on your salad or mix it into your cake recipe. Therefore, bread and oil you're allowed to use and we're not afraid of a mishap. But these berries and grapes, since you're going to want to squeeze them and use their juice, you're never going to put them in a place where they're going to become disgusting. Then we're afraid that we're going to run into a mishap and that's why we say you're not allowed to use it at all. It's just a special gzera. So we conclude the sugya with this new concept that we've learned is whether or not if liquid inside of a fruit is mifkad pkidi, is it considered just contained inside, but it's not really part of the fruit itself, or is it mivlabli, it's absorbed inside, and it's part and parcel of the fruit. However, we continue. Gufa, we had just mentioned, we're allowed to use bread or oil of chuma that became tame as fuel for a fire. Abai Amr Shmei Dechizke, he says the name of Chizkiah. V'rav Amr Dbei Rav Yitzchak Bar Marta Amr Rav Huna, he said the name of Rav Huna. L'ishan Olapas, he's only talking about bread. Avalchiti loy, but not wheat. Shem Yavai Behali Dehtakala, maybe we're going to run into a mishap. Why is that? Because even if you throw wheat among the other firewood and it becomes disgusting, you could still grind it up, sift out all the dirt and whatever is there, and you could still technically run into an issue and eat it yourself. So therefore, wheat, you're not allowed to use as fuel for your fire. Rabbi Yechiram, he says, even wheat itself. The Gemara asks, why? Why? Maybe we're going to run into this mishap. He's going to accidentally eat the wheat. The Gemara answer is not a problem. It's really like what Ravashi had said somewhere else. Where he cooked it up and then it became disgusting, so we're not afraid of Takala. Hachanami, so to over here, when he has this Tame Truma wheat, we're talking about where he cooked it up and then he threw it among his firewood. It became disgusting, so then we're not afraid of Takala. And where did Ravashi make his statement? Aha, on the following. 
also based Rabbi Haya. Abishol was the dough eater of Rabbi's house. And they would heat up hot water for him with Tomei Truma wheat, in order to be able to use that water to knead his dough while he was Tahar. And we ask, Amai, why would they do that? Maybe we're going to run into a mishap. Ashi explained over there, we're talking about wheat that was cooked up first and then it was thrown among the firewood. It became disgusting, so then we're not afraid of any takala. He's never going to eat it because it's too repulsive to use as food. We're going to pause here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.